Welcome to San Francisco City Insider, the San Francisco Chronicle podcast on the people and politics making headlines in the city by the bay. I'm Chronicle columnist Heather Knight, and I'm here today with Shirin Olumi, known as the queen of car break-ins. No, she doesn't break into cars. She prosecutes the guys that do. She's currently on maternity leave, so I interviewed her in her home in Oakland as she held her baby girl. She'll be back at the Hall of Justice this fall, so property crime thieves, watch out. I'll be right back with Shirin Olumi. I'm Heather Knight, and I'm back with Shireen Olumi. Well, thank you for having me out to your home. It's nice to be with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming. This is the first time, maybe the second time we've had a baby on the podcast, so oh. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> So I've got to ask you about your nickname. You are known as the Queen of Car Break-Ins. What do you think of that? And does that come with a special uniform? Oh. (laughs) I think it should. Oh, yes. I think I should. I would love to have a superhero uniform. Um, I I think I'm the Queen of Car Break-Ins simply due to my role at the DA's office. I've been um, the auto burglary DA for close to three years now. And I really enjoy it. And um, there's just so many different facets of that job that um, I really like. Um, so that's probably why I'm the queen of car break-ins. <laughs> Did you want to be in charge of the auto burglary unit or was it an assignment? Or It was It was offered to me okay. and I jumped on the chance. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was an, a very interesting assignment. Why did it interest you? Probably because um, it, it has it's one of the few roles in the DA's office where I can charge cases as well as prosecute them to Mm -hmm. trial. So I can see a case from the very beginning and I have a lot more interaction with the police department due to my role as a charger. Um, So I'm able to do a lot more with it. And then I kind of expanded it to include some community outreach and some policy work as well. So it's kind of the role is what you make of it and Uh I've had a really great time with it the last three years. Cool. Um, Some San Francisco residents get the feeling that law enforcement in the city just doesn't care that much about property crime and particularly car break-ins. Obviously you do because (laughs) it's your full-time job but there's kind of a perception that um, especially superior court judges just don't take it as seriously as other crimes. Can you speak to that? Do you think it's a fair um, reputation or not? Um, I think in in some you know, like everything and sometimes, sometimes it's merited and sometimes it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it depends on, depends on the judge, depends on the case. Um, I, I understand that judges have a whole host of crimes in front of them, not just property crimes. Mm -hmm. They have rapes, murders, robberies, first degree burglaries. Um, and so I, I understand, you know, that they have a lot more on their plate than me, who's focused solely on auto burglaries. Um, but I think, you know, I'm I'm positive on the fact that the last couple of years, we've, we as a community have done a really great job of emphasizing the importance of these crimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've done my best to kind of bring, kind of shine a light on these crimes and why they matter. And um, I think the police department has too. And, you know, we have groups like Court Watch that Mm -hmm. are doing their best to also kind of um, understand the process and bring a little bit more transparency Mm -hmm. to these cases. And that's a group of residents who you stay in touch with because they're interested in learning about when these um, 
crimes will be heard in court, correct? And then they'll come and, and sit in on the hearings? Yes, yes. So they'll ask me about the next court date, ask me if there's anything going on that they might find interesting, um, especially sentencings mm-hmm. or um, motions to... <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. She's tired. That's okay. <laughs> You're such um, a good multitasker. <laughs> sentencings or uh, motions for release or of particular interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, in trials, sometimes they'll sit in on the trials and li- listen to openings, witnesses, closings, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like it makes a difference to judges when they see just average residents sitting there paying attention? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, just, just um, seeing people care about these crimes Mm -hmm. I think makes a difference Mm -hmm. um, for everyone in Mm -hmm. the courtroom it certainly adds a new you know something that wasn't there before right and there also seems to be this idea that property crime isn't serious because um, like you said there's so many more serious things like murders and assaults and rapes that are happening at the at the hall of justice um, simultaneously but it we've heard a number of car um, break-in cases that do turn violent so do you think that that's an important thing for judges to be taking into account yes absolutely and and you know especially with um, certain people who do car burglaries as as almost a, their job mm-hmm. um, they are have a very very high interest in not getting caught and so and as we've seen there have been cases where they'll um, hit people to get away they'll even almost hit law enforcement officers Mm -hmm. or actually hit law enforcement Mm -hmm. officers to get away you know and that puts not only law enforcement in danger but everybody on the street in danger Mm -hmm. and so they're interested in not getting caught basically Uh is is makes them kind of do things that can otherwise be extremely dangerous for the city so Mm -hmm. it starts off as a property crime but Mm -hmm. it ends up as you know somebody getting hurt yeah we don't want that right Can you talk about one of your most memorable cases related to a car break-in and what the outcome was? Yeah, so I've had so many. Um, I can't think of one in particular. I guess, you know, it's been, I'm on maternity leave right now, so like all of the the fresh cases in my mind have gone. Certainly the Deshaun Patton case is one that stands out. Um, That case you know, Mr. Patton was charged with multiple auto burglaries, but it wasn't only auto burglaries. Mm -hmm. He, you know, he hurt people. Mm -hmm. He rammed into vehicles. Mm -hmm. He caused a lot of damage. And it wasn't just him, to be fair. There, He was working with a group of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Because these are organized gangs, right? Exactly. They're organized groups. They go out, they have a driver, they have a lookout, and they have somebody who breaks into the the window, Mm -hmm. if not maybe a fourth person. Mm Um, so he, he caused a lot of damage and he did it multiple, multiple times. And I don't, there wasn't one instance where he simply gave himself up to the police. Mm-hmm. He constantly fought to get away from police. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wrote about that case and there was one instance where he rammed into just a, another a citizen's uh, vehicle and sent him to the hospital for several days. So, yes. Yeah. And that citizen's vehicle was totaled. He was in the hospital for a few days and he, you know, when, when we were doing the grand jury uh, case and he came to testify, he told me he was still in pain oh, wow. even a year later. Mm. So yeah, so it affected his life. Mm-hmm. And the outcome was? So the outcome was um, Mr. Patton was sent mm-hmm. to state prison um, for a few years and initially that was not going to be the outcome but um, after a closer look at the case the judge um, decided to go a different route Mm -hmm. 
and you're on maternity leave now, but I understand that you even did a car break in trial while you were pregnant, right? Yes, I did. It was more multitasking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was a very fun experience. Actually, it, it's 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 interesting because when you're picking a jury, they're able to see something about you that you're not allowed to talk about. Oh. So you know that you don't really. I mean, some people do, but um, I I chose not to mention it. And actually, afterwards, I asked them, "Did you know I was pregnant?" Because I thought I was you know hiding it well, and they looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, "Yes, we knew you were pregnant." So. Um. And have you ever had your car broken into? You know, I, so when I first moved to the city, I didn't have a vehicle and, um, and I only started having a vehicle when I got married, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, through my husband. And so my husband's car has been broken into twice. Um, do you remember where it was broken? into? Yeah. One, once it was broken into in front of Costco, we were on our way from SFO driving home Mm -hmm. and we decided to park on the street in front of Costco at around 2 PM thinking that we would just go in really quickly for 20 minutes and come back out. Mm -hmm. And when we came out the, um, we drove a hatchback. So the, the back window was broken and hit one of his suitcases was taken yeah so it was it was scary for us because we thought that he may have left some mail in Mm. the suitcase and um possibly his his house keys I think were also there so we didn't we had a sleepless night worried um that maybe somebody could have come into our house Mm -hmm. uh before the landlord eventually changed the lock Mm -hmm. And then the other time, you said it happened twice? The Yeah, the other time happened in Oakland. Okay. Yeah, and nothing was stolen. It was just a parking lot where, um, you know, every single car in the lot had their window broken oh, no. and stuff rummaged around. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you obviously see pretty much every car break-in case that, that winds its way to the DA's office. So what is the most memorable thing that you've heard having been stolen from a car in San Francisco? Um, well, I think you've probably written about it. <laughs> there were um, there was a family here to spread their father's ashes, yeah. and his ashes were stolen out of the vehicle. But mm-hmm. police were able to recover that, so that was yeah. nice. What do you usually see um, having been stolen? Usually memorabilia, um, pictures, mm-hmm. digital cameras. Mm-hmm. A lot of people leave their backpacks in the vehicle with their Apple products Mm -hmm. ipads yeah um macbooks those are extremely uh lucrative Mm -hmm. for the people who get them Mm -hmm. because i think on the street they can get at least three hundred dollars for an ipad and possibly more for a macbook at Um, seventh and market usually right at seventh and market yeah and they usually have their fences they know exactly who to go to Mm -hmm. it's a very quick transaction and um they're on their way with cash so the the length of time that they actually hold on to these items is very short too. Yeah. Um, do you have any tips for people parking their cars in San Francisco? Yes. So many tips. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my husband and I, even when we go out for dinner in San Francisco and he has his backpack and I have my bag, we take everything with us in mm-hmm. the restaurant. We don't leave anything in the car. If we decide to leave things in the car, um, which I don't recommend, what we do is I put the whatever bag it is or um, you know item that I'm leaving in the car. I put I place it in the car 
in the location that I want it to be before I get to the location. Because there are people watching you park your car. There are people watching you where you place your items. So even if you think it's out of sight in the trunk, there's somebody who saw you put it in the trunk and they can break a window and try to get to the trunk through mm-hmm. your vehicle, through through the inside of your mm-hmm. vehicle. So I would recommend you place it there before you get to your final right. destination. Um, and the last, and you don't have to include this in the podcast, but the last <laughs> tip I have that has actually worked very well for me is I put um, bags underneath if I because I have a hatchback. I don't have a trunk. Yeah. So I put it on the passenger, the rear passenger floor, and then I take my uh, car seat and I push it all the way back mm. over the um, the items. So even if they were to break a window, it would be extremely difficult for them to get the bags out. They would have to open the door, make my car seat go back uh-huh. up, and then grab that it. Makes sense. And usually they want these uh, car burglaries to happen within 30 seconds, so they won't uh, make the effort. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure, I've never heard of this, that car seats are never taken from cars. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I guess there's no value at 7th and Market. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Um, And do you think that the police are doing everything they can to stop these crimes? For a while there, the crimes just kept going up and up and up. They're finally dropping. But um, do you think SFPD is doing all they can? I, I certainly, I, I think so. Yeah, I think we're all doing our best. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, maybe there's more we could do and, and that something some things that we haven't thought of. But I think that in the past few years, we've kind of put our heads together and thought about how we could improve the investigations and um, improve the prosecutions. So I think we're all doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> And you told me that you were up for the lightning round. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you might regret that decision. <laughs> So you live in Oakland, but you work in San Francisco, and you um, lived in San Francisco for a long time. So you can answer these questions with either Oakland or San Francisco answers. I think I'll do San Francisco because okay. I've lived there for 10 years, and I just moved to Oakland. Okay, cool. What is your favorite place to get a burrito? La Cornetta in Glen Park. <laughs> Mine, too. I'm surprised I haven't seen you there. What is your favorite place for a stiff drink? Because I'm sure you can use one after your oh, yeah. <laughs> time at the Hall of Justice. That's true. I really... That's a really good question. <laughs> I guess I really like Rumors, uh-huh. which is on um, 7th and Harrison. Okay. And what is your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? Oh, I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, we can pass. Um, and would you want your daughter to grow up to be a prosecutor? No. <laughs> Why not? It's, you know, it's a tough job. If yeah. she was really passionate for it, then mm-hmm. I would tell her to go for it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's it's a really, it, it can take a lot out of you if you're not completely committed. Yeah. Yeah. What would you want her to be instead? If, I mean, obviously it's her decision, but. I mean, I, I don't know if this is completely ridiculous of me, but, you know, a doctor would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> or a journalist. <laughs> oh, don't be a journalist. Okay. Do you have a favorite fictional lawyer? Or someone that you looked up to in a movie or a TV show when you were younger. You know, I don't know the names of these characters, but I really love the Law and Order lawyers. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Do you like that music that comes on? Yes, <laughs> I do. It, it adds a sense of gravitas to the whole thing. I always feel like it makes everything look like it gets tidied up so easily in just one hour. And in actuality, the court system moves so slowly. I think that's why it's my escape. Uh-huh. It's just having that satisfaction at the end of the episode. <laughs> it just feels so good, even yeah. though it's not not real. <laughs> Um, and I know that you're a very busy person with a new daughter and a tough job, but what is something you always make sure to squeeze into your busy days? Um, having dinner with my family. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Do you have any favorite meals? 
Um, I pasta. Yeah. I know that's so simple. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was fun to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me. Thank you to Shereen Olumi for being on this show, to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and to you for listening. San Francisco City Insider is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief, and Dominic Fercasa is this podcast's producer. If you like this show, please subscribe and give us a quick review wherever you get your podcasts. Support San Francisco City Insider and a lot of great journalism with a print or digital subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. 